comes loose to Curry. Curry gets it ahead to Gretzky. Gretzky going in. Suter trying to get back. Gretzky with a shot. He's They're going to try here. Rushing the center and down the lane. It is Marshall. Scores! Marshall scores! Moving on. Rendemore at the far side. That's broken. Here's a break. And it's Pisani. Scores! A short-handed goal for Pisani. Here comes Connor McDavid, shifting right by Riley, right in, what a goal! My goodness, what a goal by Connor McDavid! Hey, hey, welcome to the Locked On Oilers Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. I'm your host, Hernan Salas, of course, from TSN 1260 and the two guys in the Goalie Podcast. Today, I'll be joined by the producer on the Jason Gregg Show, Connor Halley's. We're going to touch on Leon Dreisaitl winning the Triple Crown, the heart, the Ted Lindsay, and of course, he won the Art Ross as well for leading the league in scoring. Good day for the Edmonton Oilers and uh, a lot of interesting tweets regarding uh, the voting and all that. We'll get to all of that, but yeah, Connor. Halley from TSN 1260 will join me in the second segment. Remember, you can connect with me at Hernan the Man at Locked On Oilers and give us a follow at Locked On Pods. And a reminder to download and subscribe on your favorite app for the latest episodes. And while you're there, leave us a great review. All right, these are your noticias for today. Kevin Kirsch reporting that the Sharks have officially named Bob Boudner as their full-time head coach. Rocky Thompson and John Madden are the assistants, and Roy Summer returns to coach the Barracuda. And Pierre Lebrun also tweeting out today some news on the Stanley Cup and all that. It says, according to a league source, current plan is for the Cup to stay in winning teams' local market for the duration of the offseason. Player and club personnel days with the Cup will all be in market subject to enhanced safety protocols. This is the new way of sports now, the new world of sports as we're dealing with, with COVID and the pandemic. So uh, no surprise there, but Pierre Lebrun reporting on that this morning. And good on Rocky Thompson. I mean, uh, working his way up. Uh, can he be a head coach here in the next two, three, four years? That'd be pretty cool to see. A very smart coach by all accounts uh, from players and people that have, have been around them. So good on Rocky Thompson there with the San Jose Sharks, a team that's uh, looking to uh, get back to what they were, uh, a playoff consistent team. So uh, we'll see what happens there. To the news, of course, of yesterday, the big news, the Edmonton Oilers, Leon Dreisaitl taking home the Hart Trophy and the Ted Lindsay. Ted Lindsay, of course, a huge honor to players vote on that. For the Hart Trophy, he got 91 first place votes. McKinnon was second at 48 and Panarin got 24 first place votes. So good on Leon. The big German with the triple crown, the Art Ross, the Hart and the Ted Lindsay. Awesome for him. Uh, Jack, sorry, not Jack. Uh, Roman Josie wins the Norris over Carlson and Hedman. Kill McCarr wins the Calder over Hughes and Kubalak. And Connor Hellebuck wins the Vesna. Uh, no issues with any of those. Uh, all well-deserved. I mean, you could have won Carlson. You could have won Hughes. I don't think anyone would have been too upset. And like I said all along, if McKinnon wins it over uh, Leon Dreisaitl for the heart, I would have been totally okay with that. I just uh, I didn't see Panarin. Panarin wasn't on a playoff team. Plain and simple. And that was a criteria when McDavid couldn't win it. So why are some of these media uh, voters and all of that changing their mind uh, 
year to year when it comes because it, it's got to fit their agenda, right? So Panarin, I'm glad he didn't win. Great player, great season, but Leon Dreisaitl, uh, well-deserving of the Hart Trophy. And it's amazing. He joins now Mark Macy, Wayne Gretzky, and Connor McDavid to win the Hart and the Ted Lindsay. Absolutely fantastic. Ethan Bear also got some love with three votes <laughs> for the Calder. Uh, I don't, I, I'll just leave it at that. But I, I mean, I'll throw that in there as well because, you know, a lot of, not a lot, but there's a few members that vote that said, uh, you know, one had him off. Leon Dreisaitl fifth in heart uh, voting, which is ridiculous. And one had him off. Like, get, get Carlson and McKinnon. Like, get out of here. Well, no, sorry, not McKinnon. Couturier. Some, I, th- I think I saw someone left McKinnon off it. Like, you're overthinking it. Like, you know what? And watch a game. Like, enough with your uh, analytics and all that. And I say that because the, the most of the guys on Twitter complaining about Leon Dreisaitl winning are analytics guys. And I'm sorry, you're overthinking it. And you're doing a disservice. I mean, come on. Leon Dreisaitl not in your ballot or fifth? Like, what are you watching? And then someone throws in Jack Eichel. Great season. No one's saying any difference. 78 points in 16 games. His team was 13 points out of a playoff spot. He had 68 points. They weren't a playoff team. They weren't going to be one. And you're going to sit here and tell me Jack Eichel deserves hard consideration? Get out of here. Are you kidding me? McDavid torched the league and he didn't even get a sniff because, oh, he didn't make the playoffs. And now we're going to give it to Jack Eichel because he has 78 points in 68 games and his team was 13 points out? Come on. Yeah, he did have a significant gap on the guy in second place on his team in scoring, but this is ridiculous. Like, let's stick to the criteria that's every year, but it, it just changes. And listen, Adam Fox getting a first place vote for the Calder is beyond ridiculous. Like, I mean, voting should be a privilege and some of these people voting, you have to say it. It, it. It's embarrassing and I can't take your stuff seriously anymore. I can't, I won't read your stuff. I can't do any of that because of what you're doing. And this is not all hurt and you're an older friend. No, but come on. Is Leon Dreisaitl the best defensive player out there? Hell no. But to bring up his defensive play on, oh, but he's out chance and out shot uh, when he on 5 on 5. Are you kidding me? Watch a damn game. And so much goes into that. Like Leon Dreisaitl getting out chance or out shot while he's on. Is that all on Leon Dreisaitl? Give me a damn break. Like, oh man. Like in it, instead of being a positive one uh, i was uh, i was frustrated I, i'll say and you know what uh, but you know it, it to each their own but i mean you you lose credibility and you do and for those guys that had him fifth and have had uh leon dries off the ballot or mckinnon or couturier or uh carlson sorry you've lost all credibility and i don't know if what you want is clickbait or or you want to just people to like look at you oh hey look at me like it's and i think gregor said it the best sometimes it's best just to ignore them and let them post and say what they want but it's it's mind-boggling and i can't wait till next season and see how their criteria changes for when it comes to who's going to be up for the heart next year and how they're going to vote because it changes every year it truly does and the other argument to punish a player because he plays with another elite player can never win the heart is bogus and that's just my opinion it's bogus then Pasternak can never win because you know what Marchand and Bergeron are elite uh, Rantanen and McKinnon can't win because they're elite Point and Kucherov can't win because they play together and they're elite so why does that only fit the Edmonton Oilers give me a break Dreisaitl played the second half of the season with Yamamoto and Nuge and yeah he got a lot of points on the power play with McDavid but since when do, do power play points not count power play that's what it's there for it gives you a man advantage to score and they did it at an alarming rate <laughs> like 
Oh, man, I tell you. But good on Leon. Happy for him. Uh, we'll hear in the third segment some audio from him as he joined the media. He talked about what it means to him to win both awards, uh, what he's looking for in the offseason in terms of uh, ice and practicing and all that. Uh, so it'll be fun. And how, how he's going to celebrate. I mean, this is huge. So uh, good on Leon, the big German tricycle winning uh, those three awards. I'm very happy for him. And again, uh, McKinnon, I, I think there's a heart in a Ted Lindsay in his future. He, he's not too far off. And it was hard. And I, like I said, I, if McKinnon won, I would have been totally, totally okay with that. I know I, got, I went on a little bit of a rant there, but it just, ugh, like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> to bring up his defensive play, the reason why you won't give a guy who absolutely torched Lee for 110 points in 71 games. I don't know what to tell you, man. Anyways, moving forward to the NHL playoffs, Tampa Bay Lightning did tie up the series at one. They they jumped out to a 3-0 lead in the first period and were able to hold on as Dallas scored one in the first, uh, sorry, one in the second, one in the third, but couldn't get that tying goal. Game three goes on Wednesday, six o'clock. Puck drop from Rogers place here in Edmonton with a series tied at one. Man, that's a fun series. I'm so glad. Um, y- nothing against the Islanders but I, I wanted to see Tampa Bay go toe-to-toe with Dallas they got some nice talent on both sides uh some good goaltending some excellent elite defensemen um so that's a fun series good to see Tampa bounce back there and we'll see what happens in game three this one's still a toss-up I did pick Dallas because I've counted them out since day one when the bubble playoff started so I'm gonna roll with them uh still Todd Nelson and a couple of what three former Oilers on that team so I'm giving them a little bit of the uh Hernan love here but nonetheless Leon Dreisaitl, your big winner on Monday. Will you be joined by TSN 1260's Connor Halley in the third segment? But up next, we'll hear audio from the big winner, Leon Dreisaitl, here on Locked On Oilers. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com's prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices possible rather than changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require members or account login. RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts customers online for 20 years. Go to RockAuto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. Welcome back to Locked On Orders Podcast. I'm your host, Hernan Salas, of course, from TSN 1260 and the Two Guys Ain't a Goalie Podcast. Remember, you can connect with me on Twitter at Hernan the Man and at Locked On Oilers. And Connor Halley is coming up in the third segment. So we'll get his take on Leon Dreisaitl winning the Triple Crown when he came to NHL Awards. And we'll also talk some other uh, Oiler news and notes as well. Con Man from TSN 1260 and the Jason Gregory Show coming up. But first, let's get to some Leon Dreisaitl audio as he joined the media yesterday. And let's kick it off as he was asked, does it take anything away from this accomplishment? Do we have to do the presentations in times that we're in right now as we deal with this pandemic? At the end of the day, it's it's still, you know, the same meaning behind it and, um it's it means the same thing for me but it obviously would have been nice to to share it a little more with my family and um you know actually have the awards uh happening but um these are obviously uh you know uh weird times for everyone so um you know i'm I'm just as happy about this Sure, Leon will get in some celebration with his family and close friends. And uh, once the season restarts, I'm sure the boys uh, will have something planned for him. Let's can continue on with Leon Dreisaitl audio here as he wins the heart and Tad Lindsay along with the Art Ross. How about his state of emotions when the great one gave him the news? Yeah, it's obviously very exciting. Um, you know, it's a it's a big deal for me. Um, you know, at the same time, I know that there's so many people that 
have helped me get to this point. And there's so many people that I have to thank, um, you know, family, uh, friends, uh, coaching staff, you know, they trust in me, my, my teammates, most importantly, the fans. Uh, there's so many people that, you know, play such a big role in this and, and they don't get much recognition. So, um, just from my from my side, uh, you know, it's a, it's a huge thank you to all those people. Leon Dreisaitl there on his state of emotions when the great one uh, gave him the news on the hard trophy. Moving right along, let's get to uh, Leon Dreisaitl as he was asked, what does it mean for you to be voted the MVP by your fellow peers? Of course, he gets the Ted Lindsay. Here's Leon. That means a lot, obviously. Um, that's that's always very important to you personally, how, how the players you play against and players that you battle against every night, how, how they see you and, you know, getting the, the, the appreciation or recognition from from their side you know it, it means a lot to me and you know obviously uh, also also to them uh, thank you for voting for me very humble uh, leon dreisaitl there i mean eh, that is the biggest honor when your fellow peers the guys you compete with and go toe-to-toe with on the regular basis uh, vote for you as the best player in the league so kudos to everyone voting there and leon of course very humble very grateful for that as well a couple more here for you leon dreisaitl met with the media following his ted Lindsay and hard trophy wins uh let's get to this one what does it mean to accomplish all of this this season away from mcdavid for the second half of the season interesting question yeah i mean it it means a lot you know i i i know the comments or i know what a lot of people think um you know i was always uh you know my opinion was always a little different but everyone has their own opinion um you know, obviously, I found some chemistry with with Yamo and and Nuge. Um, you know, we 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 clicked at the end and, and had a good run, so that that definitely helped. And um, again, the whole team throughout the entire year, uh, coaching staff. You know, the trust they put in me, and and you know, getting me out there over and over again, even though. I probably didn't deserve it at times. Um, you know, I'm, I'm just very thankful for that. And, um, you know, I think Connor and I have a, a very healthy, great uh, competition and relationship. And, and um, you know, we just try and try and make each other better every day. I like that response from Leon. Uh, <laughs> you know, you know, for, for many, they don't realize that the success he had with Nuge and Yamamoto in that second half of the season. Yes, we know he played, got a lot of points on the power play. But as far as I can remember or know, uh, that is okay. So uh, just a few more here from Leon. Uh, of course, the first German-born player to win this award. The only other German to win uh, this kind of award in North America, of course, is Dirk Nowitzki, uh, who was with the Dallas Mavericks. He was asked, what does that mean to him to join the great Dirk Nowitzki? Yeah, it means a lot. Um, you know, Dirk is obviously someone that, that I look up to, uh, someone that I admire, um, you know, the way he presents himself and the way he um you know really has achieved any everything that that there is to achieve for a prof- professional athlete in North America so uh yeah he's always been someone that I look up to and it's it's a big honor for me to to be in that conversation with him Man, German sports fans must be so proud. You know, first Disco Dirk Nowitzki uh, was absolutely fantastic for the Dallas Mavericks throughout his career. Title dominating in the NHL like he has. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't think he'd be this good. I, I knew I knew he'd be good. 
great, but man, this guy has become one of the best players in the NHL, and I don't think many saw that coming, so kudos to him. He's only 24 years old, and uh, you know, when you have Connor McDavid on your team as well, sky's the limit. Hopefully the Oilers can, uh, you know, fill in those spots that they need help in, and uh, this team can start competing for Stanley Cups for sure. And one last one here from Leon Dreisaitl. As he was asked, does uh, winning these awards kind of, you know, make it easier uh, or, you know, easier to forget, I guess, their early exit to the Chicago Blackhawks in the playoffs when they lost in four and you know what has to happen for him and this team to have a shot at the Stanley Cup well no this doesn't make up for it um it's a nice um personal reward or it's a nice personal uh yeah I guess award for myself but there's nothing that comes ahead of the Stanley Cup I think that's that's the same for any any player in the league and you know if I could hand those those two or three awards back in for a Stanley Cup I would do that in a heartbeat and and I think so would everyone else so it's it's a nice day uh I'm 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 proud and I'm happy for sure but you know my goal at the end of the day in my career is to win the Stanley Cup that was your heart, Ted Lindsay and Art Ross Trophy winner Leon Dreisaitl as he joined the media after the announcements on Monday. Of course, Leon Dreisaitl, 110 points in 71 games. He had he was at 43 goals. Yeah, he probably could have hit 50. Uh, who knows what the point total would have looked like as well. But, you know, full credit to Leon Dreisaitl. Well-deserving. And I know I let it get to me and, and I had a little bit of a rant and yesterday I was a little upset. I had a few voters there in media that uh, uh, you know, left him off or had him really low in their ballot or whatever. But it's it's positivity. Let's always uh, look to the positive. And he did win. The <laughs> it's in the books. There's nothing anyone can do anymore. And it's well-deserving, at least in my eyes. And I know for many, many other people out there, uh, fans, uh, you know, teammates, uh, you know, his hockey peers, coaches, media alike. So it's it's great to see Leon win it. He joins Connor McDavid, Mark Messi, and Wayne Gretzky to win the Ted and the Hearts. Man, to be an Edmonton Oilers fan and have Connor McDavid, David and Leon Dreisler on your team, you got to be happy. Yes, I know they haven't a lot, had a lot of success, but I want to believe and I truly believe that uh, it is coming. All right, third segment coming up and we'll get to the con man, Connor Halley from TSN 1260 and the Jason Greger Show in just a few moments. Back here on the Lockdown Oilers podcast, I'm your host, Hernan Salas. Of course, you can find me on Twitter at Hernan the Man and at Lockdown Oilers. And I'm pleased to be joined by my good buddy and colleague from TSN 1260 and the Jason Greger Show, the con man, Connor Halley. Connor, how are you doing on this Tuesday? I'm doing very good. Thank you very much for the invite. Happy to happy to hop on again. Yeah, I know for sure. I just wanted to get you on here for a segment and talk about the big news that broke yesterday. Of course, Leon Drossadl winning the Hard Trophy and the Ted Lindsay. I just want to get your thoughts. Let's just keep it positive in the opening segment. I kind of went on a bit of a rant because <laughs> I was a little upset at a few voters there. Like, um, But this is this is absolutely great for the Edmonton Oilers and Leon Drossadl. He joins Wayne Gretzky, Mark Messier, and Connor uh, McDavid to win. Um, the Hart and Ted Lindsay, so good for him. Uh, just your thoughts on what Leon Dreisaitl accomplished this season? Uh, you know what? Uh, I mean, we, we'll keep it positive, like you said. And well, what Leon Dreisaitl has done since he's entered the league has been uh, pretty outstanding. Always putting up the points. We always kind of knew that he would eventually get to that level, but uh, he's he's been someone who he's shown that he can play with high level players like Connor McDavid and put up points. And someone, if you need to, you can drop him down to the, you know, 1B or second line. And he's good enough where he can anchor that at an elite level. And, and he proved that this year. So, uh, it, to me, it's it's really no debate about this award. And I think especially when you look at the Ted Lindsay win, 
The Players Association looks at it and says Connor McDavid, sorry, Leon Dreisaitl is the best player in the NHL this year. And then it's followed up with the heart with the people who cover this league for a living, both voting that he was the MVP, the best player. I really don't get how you debate it. I think that if, if it went, you know, one award went to Panarin or McKinnon, the other went to Leon Dreisaitl. In that case, you know, maybe you can debate it a little bit. From both sides, though, people are saying he was the best player in the NHL this season. And uh, I, I really don't get how you debate it. And I think for us, you know, getting a chance to watch him, all that he's gone through, you know, coming into the NHL that first year with the Oilers, playing in 37 games and really not having much success. Um, yeah. That, that can be bad for some guys. But he went to Kelowna and he played at an extremely level, winning or going to the Memorial Cup. He wins the MVP award there, putting up 28 points in 19 games. I mean, he was just playing at a different level. And he, I think he took that as kind of a, a motivation of piece that, like, I know I can play in this league and now I'm going to show it and there's things I have to work on. And he just has continually raised his game. His point totals have gone up and you know, this year his assist totals jumped up a crazy amount showing that he can be a playmaker as well as someone who can score 50 goals in the league. And he's just been someone that I think a lot of young players should look at and say, you know, being drafted third overall is great, but you can't just sit back and, and be happy with that. He had things that he had to work on. And the, the leap he took in his skating ability from year one to year two, when he got his second chance with the Oilers, it was absolutely massive. To, to this point, whenever a young player has trouble skating at the NHL level, I always think, do what Leon Dreisettle did, because whatever it was, his ability just jumped crazy. And it might have just been him becoming a man and, and getting that strength. But from year one to year two with the Oilers, I mean, his skating got so much better and it showed he's never sat back and, and been comfortable with what he is. He always improves. And, you know, that's a good sign for the Oilers. And someone that if you are a younger member of this team, you look at that and say, okay, if he's doing it, I should be doing it too. Connor Halley from TSN 1216, the Jason Greger show here on Locked On Oilers Podcast. Of course, you can find him on Twitter at Connor Halley. <laughs> you know, it's funny, Connor. Like, did you ever, like, when the Oilers drafted him, you knew he, there was a talent there. You don't go that high if there's not a talent. But there's, yeah. did you ever expect him to be this good? Because I, I'm honest. I, I thought he'd be good to maybe, you know, you know, very good. You know, he could be like, you know, maybe 60 to 80, 80-point 80 guy. But I did not see this coming from Leon Dreisaitl. Did you? No, no, no. I, I mean, I thought he'd be a very good player. And I should start off with, uh, I mean, you and I have been both been pretty fortunate to work with the Oil Kings at their their home game for the broadcasts. And there's certain players that have come through town that have stood out to me. And I mean, one, I, I look at a Braden Point when he was like a 15-year-old playing in the playoffs. He looked like one of the Moose Jaw Warriors' best players. There was Matt Dumba with the Red Deer Rebels, who looked like he was always be going to be a player. But uh, Portland always had some strong pieces. And it, you know, you look back to Leon Dreisel coming in with Prince Albert and the team around him was not very good. Like you go back to the year where he had 105 points with the team and it's a quick drop off to the next player, Josh Morrissey, who was, who was a good player. He had 73 points while Leon Dreisel had 105. Like as an eight or a 17 year old, he was just putting up huge numbers and kind of unfortunately playing on a bad team where he, you know, you're like, okay, is, is he a really good player? Is he just the best player on a bad team? What what kind of squad is this? So, for sure, I, I think, you know, he, he always had that potential. You know, he'd be a very good player. But how many guys have we seen make the league and just kind of not pan out? Like, whatever it is, maybe yeah. it's a bad situation. Maybe it's their work ethic. Maybe maybe it's something along along those lines. But for Leon Dreisaitl, it all came together. And you go back to that 2014 draft. If you're doing a re-over, Leon Dreisaitl is the best player from that draft. Now, Aaron Eckblad's a very good player, but you got a Hart and a Ted Lindsay winner 
and Leon Dreisaitl. He's the best player from that 2014 draft, no question for me. Yeah, and, you know, he beat out Nate McKinnon, who I, I thought if he won the heart, I was okay with because I, I thought what he did, and they had some significant injuries there to Ranton and Landis Cog. I was okay with that. I didn't like the Panarin winning it. Uh, he had a great year. Take nothing away from him. He's a great player. But I thought for me it was between Dreisaitl and, and Nathan McKinnon. Uh, any of the other awards or this one for that fact, Connor, uh, surprise you? Or are you okay with, you know, the Calder, the Norris, the Vesna? I honestly, I have no no issues with the way it all turned out for uh I thought Leon Dreisaitl deserved it and I mean a lot of the naysayers come from out east and maybe just don't get a chance to see him quite as much didn't get a chance to see him on an extended playoff run to potentially change their mind I know some of the analytics community that might not agree with it but I thought Leon Dreisaitl I mean when you're 15 points ahead of the next closest player not counting Connor McDavid of course one of his teammates I mean you're doing something right 67 assists that's ridiculous he was you know, close to scoring 50 goals once again. Um, I, I have no no problem with, with he, he winning both of those awards. The Kale McCarr, uh, that's, that was kind of a toss-up, right, with Quinn Hughes. I mean, that was a very close matchup yeah. for the Calder. And either way, I mean, those are going to be two studs. Like, they'll be battling for Norris trophies in the next 10 years. So, uh, I don't think they're going to be too worked up over that <laughs> for, for Quinn Hughes not winning the Calder. Yeah, me too. And, and like you said, I think Cal McCarr, Quinn Hughes, that was a toss-up, man, because both guys are fantastic, young defensemen. Some other questions, um, you know, we talked about it yesterday, and, and, and we threw out a name of Miko Koivu for the Oilers at 37 years old. You know, he's not going back to Minnesota would be a good fit but then we we got on the Alex Galchenyuk like 26 years old the UFA he's now looking for his 15 corner and then you got double a Andres Athanasio here uh restricted free agent also 26 both guys kind of you know still finding their way I guess both have 130 goal season if you had to pick Connor would you prefer Andres Athanasio or Alex Galchenyuk let's say they both come in about anywhere between 3.5 and 4.5 mil Oh man, that is a uh, that's a very good question. I I think if if I'm going into Ken Holland, he probably would rather go with what he knows. And he brought in Athanasiu for for a reason. It was someone he had dealt with for a long time in Detroit. Probably knows the potential there. So that's probably where I would lean to. Now, I mean, we we've got to see more from him. And I, I think it was probably tough for him under these circumstances. You get thrown into a new team with two of the best players in the world and. You know, you have to adapt from that. Going from playing with a guy like Dylan Larkin, who was a very good player, to McDavid or Drysdale, it's quite the step up. So I, I imagine for the first little while, your head's spinning a little bit, trying to figure out where do I go? Where do I have to be? Uh, we as fans and people watching the game think it's easy. Like, go to the net with your stick down and you'll, you'll score. But I think there's just a little more to it or else every player that plays with a star player would be putting in 45 goals a year. So I, I think that he came into a situation that was very tough. Then you throw in COVID and, and coming back into the bubble. I, I feel like if, if I'm Ken Holland and I'm the Oilers, I'm a little more inclined to go with what you know if you're going to hand out the money. Alex Galchenyuk started off his career kind of a, a nice trajectory. I mean, things were going well. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden lately, I mean, he goes from the Canadians, the Coyotes, the Penguins, the Wild. And to be honest, he's kind of a guy I forgot about. Maybe on some teams, if you get him on a good contract, he's someone who – comes in and you know even if he chips in 15 to 20 goals you're you're absolutely loving it he's not that the third overall pick that Leon Dreisaitl was a few years later in the draft but maybe for some teams he comes in on a second or third line and can contribute in a in a positive way but I don't think it's for the Oilers and going back to Miku Koivu I, I would love to see him with the Oilers but with his age and you know all he's accomplished in his career I think if he's signing anywhere it's a cup contender I don't think the Oilers are in that 
that conversation right now. Things can change once we get into next season, and and then maybe we we put the Oilers in that group if they have a good off season and and start off playing well. But I don't think Koivu looks to the Oilers immediately. And for his for him sake, like what's the rush? Why go to a training camp? Why why yeah. do any more than you have to? Everyone knows what he's going to bring to an NHL team. Uh, salary will be something. I know he's got a, a young family, and maybe he doesn't want to pack them up and move away. So it, and, and then you factor in also, you know. The, the salary implications. I mean, how much is he actually going to be paid? Is it worth his time? Unless this for a team that he thinks can seriously contend. I, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think Koi ends up with the Oilers to me that it's nice to think about, but I just don't imagine it happening. Yeah, I know both are long shots and you make great points about Miko Koivu. Like with next season so up in the air still, like he's not going to commit to anything. He's 37 years old. And I, th- I think the only thing going for the orders is like, hey, come play with Connor and Leon and maybe we can make a run and <laughs> we can get in one, you know, good run or or compete for a Stanley Cup. Now, far-fetched for sure. But I want to thank you. I know you're getting ready for your show coming up at two o'clock on TSN 1260. But uh, always a pleasure to have you on, Connor. Thank you for joining me, taking some time to talk about the uh, great Leon Dreisaitl. Thanks, Arnett. Anytime, man. Big shout out to my buddy and colleague, Connor Halley from TSN 1260 and the Jason Gregor Show for taking some time today to join me to talk about Leon Drysaddle and a little bit on the Oilers and what they can look for a one free agency and all that opens up. It is time to wrap up here as producer Carlos is giving me the good old finger wag. Thank you for tuning in this Tuesday on Locked On Oilers, of course, part of the Locked On podcast. Remember to follow me on Twitter at HernanTheMan at Locked On Oilers and subscribe and download on your favorite app for all the latest episodes and while you're there please leave us a great review tomorrow is wednesday let's hope there's some action when it comes to trades or anything like that especially when it comes to the edmonton Oilers. if not i'm sure we'll have uh i'm sure we'll have lots to talk about on the wednesday edition of locked on orders i am hernan the man talking los petroleros we'll chat tomorrow When everyone is on the same page, getting things done at work is easy. No matter what you do or what industry you're in, how you communicate is key. Everything you type is equally important to collaboration, and Grammarly can help. Think of it as your AI writing partner, empowering you to communicate effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact in the workplace. 96% of Grammarly users say it helps them craft more impactful writing. And as the gold standard of responsible AI, Grammarly is your secure AI writing partner that allows your team to make their point and move faster. By understanding your writing and context, Grammarly provides relevant, personalized suggestions. And with tone suggestions, you can navigate even the most difficult work conversations. You can also save time from spending hours editing drafts to just seconds with one click. Sign up and download Grammarly for free at Grammarly.com slash podcast. That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said. Done.